You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Three, two, one. Door. Door. Okay. No, no, no. no. Three, two, one. Door. Door. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Friends Next Door. This is your virtual friend, Mia. It's Dan. It's Thomas. And today we have a special episode. It's very 2020, I would say. Um, the, the umbrella topic for this episode is essentially mental health. And we've invited a good friend of ours, a sweet potato, mm-hmm. self-help guru, <laughs> Rowena Tai. Hey, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for joining us, Rowena. Um, I'm just going to throw you the spotlight and then let you introduce yourself okay i will say i identify more as a potato than i do an influencer very much like fell and mostly on youtube i talk about personal development self-care how to be the best version of yourself because i feel like if we can do the inner work be the best version of ourselves and be the most authentic versions of ourselves we can show up in this world and help collectively make the world a much better brighter lighter place Mm, so deep so deep and we definitely need people like you in this year Mm. so (laughs) (laughs) yes thanks for being the light and one of us is sitting in a dark light right now i'm not gonna say who so Um, i thought ro was gonna say that she had identifies more as a potato rather than a sweet potato sweet potato i I thought i thought that's what she was going with it Like a real um, potato. Yeah. <laughs> like a couch potato. So Sack Rowena, which what um you have two channels, yeah? Could you tell yes. us a little about each one of them? Because we had uh, one of them, we had your partner in crime for partner. Partner. Yeah. So yeah. There's the personal development that is my self-care productivity, all of that. And then we also have Beauty Within, which is more skincare, lifestyle, and sharing truly what beauty means. And it really does stem from within. Mm. I love Mm. it. I love it. I mean, for (laughs) this specific episode, I think 2020, you know, is the year where we constantly talk about or worry about our health, right? Whether Mm -hmm. it's physical health or uh, mental health, because we're just like, everything just makes us worry these days. And so I feel like it is the year that is full of surprises, but not in a good way, unfortunately. (laughs) And it's safe to say that this year sucks. But with that said, I think we still need to make the best of our circumstances and to just go on living our lives. And so, um, yeah, I think that the biggest theme that we want to discuss today is how do we stay sane in an insane time? And then how do we take care of our mental health? So Rowena, why don't we start there? Like, how do we even define mental health? I think there's so many ways to define it and my instant pot's going off. Oh, <laughs> I know, what I know that making? sound. Short ribs. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yo, I need that recipe. I'll send it to you. It's honestly Better. the best. Just Wait, one I want cookbook. it too. I'll send it to all oh, of you. Oh, I know. Just I one love cookbook. Recipes. It's so good. Oh, it's an instant pot. Oh, it's so good. Dude, so I made just one cookbook. miso salmon the other day. It was so good. Oh my God. So they easy. need a sponsor Ooh. our show. Do it. <laughs> Like, we are plugging Hi. them. <laughs> Hi, yeah. we're four potatoes, but okay, go on. <laughs> okay, so mental health, I think over time, it's grown to become 
like very mainstream, which is really great. But then when anything becomes mainstream and like the topic of conversation, it kind of becomes a bit more diluted. Mm. So to me, if I like try to strip everything back, it just means that your inner world is in harmony and that Mm. you, the way you are, the way you act, just everything you do is aligned with who you are when you're being the most honest with yourself. Mm. Yeah, Whoa. I feel like the mental health thing is it's definitely caught on because um when I was younger, you don't really hear that. And if you hear mental health, you might think like, oh, is this person like mentally are they like unstable? Yeah, Whereas, like, it's like therapy, so, yeah. right? It's like, oh, why do yeah. you need to go to therapy? But now it's like, ah, oh, everyone goes to therapy. It's yeah. like a totally normal thing. Yeah. And now like um people aren't afraid to talk about it. But that was my question too, is but now the dilution of it, I do feel like everyone has a different uh understanding of what mental health is. Um, so like you were saying, you know, the connection between the inside, like your inner inner (laughs) it's very spiritual sounds super spiritual actually yeah how much how much of it do you how much of it do you like attribute to like spirituality i would say a hundred percent dang yeah (laughs) straight up 100 percent. no because i feel like if you're in touch i mean like this is gonna sound like woo like if you're in touch with yourself and if you can spend time alone and sit with yourself in silence which i think it's like such a great thing to do but not many people do either you don't have time or it's uncomfortable but if you're able to do that and really tap into like the true you inside Mm -hmm. that's kind of where the magic happens and then like spirituality all of that is just I think that layer helped me the most by realizing that there's like a higher power and that mm. someone's looking after me and that I'm okay. Mm. And I think when you're going through like the darkest of times, sometimes all you need is like that glimmer of hope. And that's basically what spirituality uh, spirituality gave me of like, ah, like you'll be okay. Everything's beautifully planned and things will get better if you mm. proactively work at it. Mm. Wow. So I'm speechless. Again. <laughs> That's um, such a good answer. Because to me, mental health originally was just like, okay, it's so whatever happens in your head, right? Like yeah. um, your thought process or whatever, or you know, how how you think or feel about a certain situation. But then you throw in the aspect of like, you know, being in tune with who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so that just takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah, it's another layer. Um, and I always wondered, I guess, if maybe you could help me on diagnose but like how do you how do you look at your own how do you self-diagnose or do you yeah like gauge your mental health Mm -hmm. yeah or and do you do you think that people are is that something that people ask themselves it's almost like they have to be aware enough to Mm -hmm. want to diagnose and if they do like i'm curious i feel like i'm a little bit aware of myself and i don't even know how to where to begin to to see if i have good mental Mm -hmm. health I think the first thing, as you said, really is self-awareness because with anything mental health or like needing help in that capacity is like you need to first know and accept yourself that, okay, like maybe something is a little off. And then I think that's like the first part, right? Being aware. And then the second part is asking yourself why. So this is kind of like where the introspection and reflection comes in of, okay, how am I really feeling in this moment? And, you know, it may be fear, it may be anger, it may be anxiety, it may be like so many different things. Mm. And I think through that, if you're, I think like the best gauge is if you can sit 
with yourself for at mm. least 10 minutes in silence mm. and not freak out, that's a great sign that your mental health is like pretty solid, right? Because I think mm. there's just constantly so much going on in your head. There's like so many voices, there's doubt, there's fear, there's anxiety. And then when you sit with yourself, you're just like, I don't want to do that. That's why like we watch TV, we consume social right. media, we like go out and busy ourselves, maybe not as much anymore, but we used to a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like I used to drink and party a lot when I was younger because I don't know, I just wanted to escape my reality because I wasn't happy, but I didn't know how to like properly deal with it, which is why you kind of go down that route of, you know, distracting yourself and escaping. Mm. Um, So I think, yeah, awareness and then being kind to yourself and like gently asking yourself these guiding questions of, okay, this is how I'm feeling. Why am I really feeling this way? And then I think with the whys, it's kind of like peeling the layers of the onion of, you know, you need to get to the core of the true why. Because I think surface, more external things like, oh yeah, you know, I I may be anxious because the world is in a crazy place. But Mm. the more you peel the layers of the onion, the more you realize, oh, maybe it's actually rooted in like, like, you know, childhood fears or like some Mm. deeply rooted insecurities about yourself or about something else. Mm. Um, Yeah, I think that's probably the best gauge. But I'm curious, what do you guys think? (laughs) let's just let's just ask the person who's been silent for the past few minutes i just love sitting in the dark in silence (laughs) observing quietly observing people so i i I do i have a i have to ask though it's like how do you like what are the things that you look out for in your behavior it's like of things that you do when you're like oh i'm not in a good state Mm -hmm. so like before you mentioned you know you did a lot of drinking and partying to escape or like, you know, I've been just watching TV or whatever, right? Like, what are the things that you look out for personally? These days? Yeah. These days, it would be if I get angry, like mm. randomly angry. Because I think, good. That's that's a yeah, good. like over time, I've mellowed mm. out so much. And my baseline now is just like, it's calm. And it's like, you know, content and happy. So a few weeks ago, I was biking, biking in New York, um, and a delivery person was biking the wrong way. And then Mm -hmm. he, you know how when you're walking on the street, you do like a left, right, left, right. And like, oh, like you both don't really know what to do. That kind of happened. Oh Oh, Oh, my gosh. It happened on the bike. It just happened to me today at Target. Yeah. And then (laughs) he was, he was going the wrong way. But then when he went past me, he just went like, what are you doing? Then I turned around. I'm like, you're going the wrong way. And after I said that, I was just like, I biked in silence for the rest of the bike ride. Just be like, what just happened? chill it's okay so your, your level of awareness is pretty high because i spent the day in traffic and just beeping at everybody in sight like basically cursing at them in my car um yeah i, I exhibited some road rage today yeah so <laughs> thanks for the reminder i'm just now i'm so the thing I'm, is i I'm don't know if you. it's like if it's New York that has that impact on you, because that happens to me like in the subway, right? If somebody yeah. just like either um, push their way out of something of the car and then they're like, they're like, push it. well, also because because I'm short, I feel like people don't really <laughs> see me. So I'm just like, ah, these people are just so annoying. And yeah, you like at that one moment, it just takes a split second where you just like snap. 
But um, that's a good point because I feel like when I'm better equipped, I don't really care that much because yeah. I'm, I'm more comfortable with myself maybe or with what's going on that week. And like you said, these, it could be something triggering me and I don't even know, you know, yeah. like, cause sometimes, cause uh, sometimes I don't really care, but today I was just super <laughs> angry and just like, why is everyone driving like a moron? You know, like, <laughs> it's like oh, and, maybe, and it doesn't help that I actually, here. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, it doesn't help. Okay. So like, obviously like the external factors, like I'm going from appointment to appointment. So these people are actually making me late when I, you know what I mean? But that's just external right um yeah, it's usually worse when you're in a hurry too it just yeah, feels like yeah. everybody's trying to slow yeah. you down <laughs> wait so what does that say about me if i like i just when i bike in the city i become intentionally aggressive like i just flip a switch it's like i'm not even mad i i'm just intentionally aggressive because i feel like that's how you survive biking in the city mm, that's interesting maybe that's more survival instinct than mental health yeah. <laughs> maybe or maybe it's just you being a jerk then <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you're those aggressive bikers that i'm like swerving not to hit like oh my gosh i almost hit you like, but that's the you thing to, like we kind of make yourself yeah. known but it's like it's so interesting that we can turn into different versions of ourselves like that you know so it just kind of reminds yeah. me that um sometimes i mean i i feel like when i'm honking at people no matter if it's their fault or mine I'm really not in control of my own person at that point. And that's, yeah. a, that's, that's not great. You know, I yeah. mean, obviously like most people would just, they don't care. That's yeah. who they are. They're like, that's who I am. <laughs> you know? So, so and I think in that case, it will show up differently for different people too. And I think mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, that's why like self-awareness is first and foremost important because if you know your baseline it's going to be different from everyone else's right mm -hmm. um and so that's why it's like a good starting point knowing that like for you and me specifically like anger can be a thing but for me and moss it could right. be something completely different yeah right so dan and me like fear like huh? oh wait sorry like um what do you guys uh are there things that you guys can catch by yourselves when you're like oh i'm having a bad i'm having a bad day so, so yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I can go first. It's like for me, it's like I know when I'm not doing great if I'm feeling extremely unmotivated to do anything. Mm -hmm. um, if I just feel like, you know, binge watching something or just mm -hmm. like, you know, sleeping the day away or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and like Rowena said, like the everyone's different. So for me, I don't have time like every every second I'm working because I don't have a set schedule. So I feel like I lose track of myself when I work the, the entire day. I come home, I eat, and I work more, and then I just go to bed. And then I, I feel like the next day, I'm just like, wait, what am I doing? Like, all I'm doing is work. So all I'm doing the last 14, 16 hours, whether it's, you know, in-person things or sending out emails, I've literally just worked for 16 hours, and I'm going to do it again the next day. Then that's when I'm like, wait, wait, wait. This, life is not like this. Even the busiest people, I don't even make that much money. It's not like I'm making millions of dollars on you know, there's people who are lawyers and on Wall Street that are making lots of money per hour. I'm not. So I'm like, what's going on? So that's when I'm like, hmm, okay. When I don't have time to even sit down and gather my thoughts, that's when I feel like something is wrong here, you know? Yeah. We can distract ourselves with work too, like I did for a few years. Yeah. 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 Or like for me, I can't, it's like actual things I need because I'm responsible for things. So I actually have to do these things. But, you know, what I would love to do is just take a quick break and, you know, go do something else or spend time with my loved ones or, 
you know, hang out with my friends or talk to them or whatever, you know, but it's just like, like moment to moment. So I feel like that's when I, I feel like if two or three days go by and I'm like that, I, I definitely don't think I'm in the optimum mental state. Cause then it's so much easier to just like, when you have a break to not think and to gravitate towards like, whatever, like I've been eating a lot of, I don't know. I think I've been stress eating a lot lately <laughs> Which, and like, he's been Who like, hasn't been? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If you guys knew. I didn't, I, I didn't think I was capable of that until like the last few months. I was like, man, I've had one too many almond croissants today. Oh, that's not good. You know, it's like okay. One, you're just living. No, but like, you know, it's out of the norm. You know, I don't usually True. have that much sweets and, in, in you know, and I'm definitely like, Ah, my cheeks are getting a little chubby. Uh, <laughs> Waistline's getting a little. Uh, pants. I gotta <laughs> we all are. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I think the central theme is more like fear um, and just anxiety. Because um, like that has pretty much been the, the central like thought for the entire year, right? Starting from like earlier this year when we had that virus outbreak i mean we still are dealing with that but like there's just constantly just like worrying about what's going to happen in the future like just like taking things day by day because who you never know what's going to happen tomorrow and there's always something new that you need to worry about and it's not just like in new york i guess it was a little different when i was over there because i'm just like it was just me um I worry more about my family and friends and like if it's just me like I don't really care too much and so when I came over to California it was just like oh my god you know I should be more careful because now I'm I have all these people around me um and then just like every month man there's something new that just <laughs> makes you me think go crazy. you can breathe a little and it's yeah. like nope nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. just keeps on giving um so I think you know at the beginning of this whole craziness, I realized that I was just trying to manage my thought. I'm like, not let's not get too carried away, uh, you know, and let's not go too crazy. But then there are some moments where I'm just like, holy moly, you know, <laughs> like this is me going too crazy. I'm just like way too paranoid. And that's when I know that I'm not in a good state mm. and kind of need to like scale back, um, mm. just put things into perspective. So... <laughs> Yeah, At I think what we... point, Rowena, do you feel like like that person maybe needs more than themselves to help? Does that make sense? Like yeah. outside help? Intervention. Like how much can yeah. you do yourself? So I think the first step, again, is self-awareness. I think I just knew I never... I don't know. I think, I don't know if it's like the Asian in me, but it's like, I don't want help. And like, I don't need help. <laughs> yeah. Like, even if I can go to therapy and maybe I should have gone to therapy. I was like, no, I think I can figure out on my own. But I will say, I think one of the most humbling moments for me was when I was at my lowest, I realized I actually couldn't do it on my own, but mm. my reaching out for help and me like the outside help was realizing that like I need some sort of a divine intervention to help myself because mm. I feel like no one could help me like human. I don't know. Humanly, yeah. I just felt like people couldn't really help me. Um, but I would say if you really want to get better and like be better and be happier, I think it's possible. And 
this isn't like, of course, it's like me saying this because I went through it myself, but there's also a lot of people I've listened to in podcasts or like people who are actually, you know, who can actually talk about these things and have the credentials to talk about these things say that um, depression or anxiety really is like a mental thing. And I think for me, it's because I took myself way too seriously. And when I learned to kind of take a step back and like not be so fixated with like everything going on in my head, that was Mm. kind of when I started seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And there's this quote, I forgot who it's from, but it talks about how anxiety is living in the future and depression is living in the past. So really it's just learning the value and beauty of being present and the power of now is actually the first book I read like the first book book I read on my own not like those like you know in high school you're made to read all these books and you just you end up spark noting everything mm. um so like I sat down for myself re- read the power of now and I was like oh my god so the reason why I was so unhappy and why I'd stay up till 3 4 a.m every night because I was so anxious is actually because like I wasn't present um and I think it's also having like a mindset of, you know, there's like growth mindset versus fixed mindset, knowing that um, you can learn and you can grow and that if you want to try and if you put in the effort to try that you will, it'll take you places. Uh, quick question. So can you, can you define being present first? Being like, present? Well, like kind of explain <laughs> it, like what it means to be present. Being present means being so aware of the present moment. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like quite literally, like who are the people around you? Like, what are you doing? And the easiest way to like get present, it's like, okay, so right now in this moment, I'm talking to the three of you. There's a mic in front of me. I'm touching it. It's kind of cold because there's like a metal shield. I have like a glass cup in front of me and just like, I think identifying what's around you, it's like the easiest way to kind of get present. Cause a lot of times, like, let's say, you know, I could be recording this podcast with you guys, but my mind's thinking about like, oh, like my short rib or like, oh, what am I going to do after? And oh my God, I have like so many projects to do and like, oh, it's the weekend and it's so nice out, but then like, I didn't get to go out today. So like, we could be thinking all those things, right? So I think being present is just really like being super like hyper-focused, I guess, and aware Mm -hmm. of what you're doing like in this moment in the moment and not I guess thinking about the future or dwelling on the past is that it yeah yeah so at this day and age right everybody's like distracted whether Mm -hmm. it's from you know your work um when you read the news (laughs) your instagram feed um your phone, there's all kinds of distractions. So what are your suggestions as to how um, people can try to be present? I think when it comes to phone, just like starting off from there, it's just turning off notifications for things that really aren't important. So for my phone, I just have text messages, messengers, and then that's it. I think I used to have email, but I'm just like, no, like email, unless it's like urgent and you need to turn it on temporarily for things, I think that's fine. Um, but just turning off push notifications for news, for Instagram, for social media, I think that helps a lot just because something won't constantly be vying for your attention or like distracting you. Cause a lot of times, like when your phone lights up and you think you have self-control and you won't look at it, you actually will look at it. You'll pick up your phone <laughs> and kind of scroll for like five, 10 minutes and you're like, Oh my God, I need to get back to work. Um, and 
to stay calm was it to stay calm Mm -hmm. to stay grounded making time for yourself checking in with yourself as we talked about earlier whether it's through just going on a walk by yourself meditating journaling just checking in with yourself on like a regular basis to make sure that you're doing okay and I think when we go for extended periods of time without checking in with ourselves, that's when our mental state's like. <laughs> I have, yeah. I only have the citizen app turned on just so I can know like what. Oh, again, that is my around. favorite app to browse at 1 a.m. in the morning. See, here's the difference, right? <laughs> number I never, one reason to, you know, to be funny. anxious. Yeah. Like, it's funny because like, I mean, I have problems elsewhere, but like, I'll, I, I, I just find it amusing, but like, I, I'll never, I just it doesn't really distract me, but I just find it amusing. It's like a joke for me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's amazing to see to the person getting stabbed. Oh, amazing <laughs> to see what happens oh. in your area at 1 a.m. or even later. <sighs> I lo- I all the it. stuff you don't see during the day. But that's healthy because it's like amusing or like amusing. fun. I get a chuckle out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier, you mentioned that like, like part of as part of your potentially your Asian upbringing where you're like, oh, you know, mental health, not a thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, like, how did you explain this to your parents? Mm. My parents were actually very understanding. I think my mom could tell that I was in a very dark place. She just constantly was like, oh, meditate with me, do Qigong with me, read with me, do all these things with me. I'm like, no, it can't be that easy. Um, so I think thankfully my parents were really understanding. And I think if I went up to them was like, Hey, like I want to go to therapy, they wouldn't really mind or like, Mm. I would just go and then just tell them afterwards. Um, and I think in general, the good thing is over time, I feel like the stigma around it has gone down significantly. Um, yeah, I think me not wanting help stem more from, I don't know. I think I was like a know-it-all. I thought I could do everything on my own. I think it stemmed more from that. Like, oh, like I'm so great. And like, you know, I don't need help. <laughs> so a bit of I can shoulder everything. Yeah. I think like, maybe pride. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> like to me personally, I know that I, I would feel so awkward just like reaching out to people and say, I need help. Like, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's not easy for me to do yeah. that. Is it yeah. that bit of feeling vulnerable and weak? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, when yeah. you're at the dentist. Yes. <laughs> There's so I, I'm seeing now there's so many like anonymous texting services or, mm-hmm. com, you know, or, or apps or whatever that now you, you could because sometimes you just need somebody to talk to and it's not your yeah. family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a, a person that is not going to judge you and who doesn't know who you are could be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but but, you know, and that's kind of goes in line with like recognizing that you do need help, you know, and, mm-hmm. and if and taking that first step. to Yeah to bettering, bettering yourself. I think what Moss said about vulnerability and not wanting to seem weak, I think that like hit my core because <laughs> I think I wanted to appear like strong and that I have my life together and then yep. like, you know, I was perfect or whatever. Um, and I think one thing that what you just said, Dan, reminded me of recently, I realized feeling, cause you know how like these days we're all home and then a lot of us are on our own and you feel alone or you feel lonely. Um, and I realized there's actually a big difference between physically being alone and feeling lonely and loneliness. I just, I wish I knew this when I was younger. Loneliness is actually a 
less of like a physical thing of like, there's no one around you and more of a, you not having enough meaningful connections or relationships. Mm. So I think it's like kind of when you're alone or if you're not in a good place, it goes hand in hand with like isolating mm -hmm. yourself. And same thing with me, it's like, you don't want to reach out or you don't want to like admit that maybe you're not okay. Um, mm. But I think, yeah, had I known this earlier, I would have, it would have helped a lot because I mm. pushed everyone away. I just like didn't want to talk to anyone. I like self-isolated and it just wasn't good times. But had I known, I would have tried earlier to be like, hey friend, like I'm not doing too well. And then I, what I realized over time is a lot of times when you open up and you be vulnerable with your friends, you realize that they're actually going through the exact same things or they've mm -hmm. gone through something very similar. Mm. And you're like, oh, this whole time I've been mulling over here in a corner by myself, feeling lonely and dark and cold. Mm. But like my friend over there is like going through the same thing. Yeah. No, for sure. It requires somebody like one person has to open up first. Right. And that process of opening up is not easy because it's like wearing your heart on your sleeves and then let people see your inner thoughts and inner feelings. <laughs> and it's just like, first of all, <laughs> trying to articulate that is hard enough, um, right. you know, and, and letting other people tell you, like, see that it's not a good, you know, it's like kind of awkward. Was there um, a deep, dark secret you wanted to tell us, Mia? Yes. But your secret's safe with us. <laughs> Uh, except it's being recorded right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll do this um, off air later. Okay. Off the record. Um, I do have some questions around just like checking up on yourself though. Um, when you said just like sit down and be okay with yourself and, and like ask yourself some questions. What are some of the questions that you ask? Do you just keep digging? Do you just start with like how, what am I feeling right now and why? And do you just keep going on like why is it and trying to find the root of that problem? I think so. I think that's one way. It's how are you doing? How are you feeling? And then why, 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 why? Mm -hmm. And then I think when it comes to, because it's also different things make us feel different way, right? So if it's like anxiety about like work or like a looming project, then the questions you would ask yourself, I mean, sometimes it's even just sitting down and like writing out what you need to do, right? Or like planning ahead so that you're not so like living in the future that you can't be present um but i think yeah checking with yourself i'm trying to think i think for the most part it is just like a part of it is being brutally honest with yourself and like asking you asking yourself questions and then i think another side of that is like remaining unwavering faith in yourself and that like everything will be okay so i think the two really need to go hand in hand um and yeah I, i'm sure there's more do you guys ask yourself anything? <laughs> I think getting to the root of what, uh, or trying to get to the root of what's bothering you helps, but sometimes it's hard because then that's where sometimes maybe you need to talk to somebody. Yeah. And maybe mm. that person isn't in it. Okay. I'll give you an example. <laughs> like, like it's very difficult. That's why he has other friends because when <laughs> yeah. she talks to me, I basically turn into the automatic, like my personality is okay. If there's a problem, let's solve it. And that's not what that's not what she needs, right? She just yes, needs to that vent. is every guy's mentality, and that is what you do for problems. You solve them. Exactly. <laughs> like, all right, tell me what you what's going on. 
oh, well, have you tried this? Have you tried this? No. Well, you just need to do this. And that's like, that's when she share my don't be yeah. so practical. Okay. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I don't know what to do with your feelings. Like, what do you want me to do with this feeling? Take it back. <laughs> what do I even do with my own feelings? So, so, so you I don't guess, have feelings. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. Yeah. Wait, a, wait, I have a follow up on that though. So like, at what point does it become where you're just like, obviously you want to do things to help your mental health, but at what point does it become kind of an excuse just to mm-hmm. put things off? So mm. I, I'll admit that before, like when I, let's say when I first started working or after graduating college, I had this pretty unhealthy mentality of like, you know, don't try to feel better, just do better. And then you'll feel better. So mm-hmm. ex- like a terrible example would be like, oh, I'm doing terrible in school. I'm having, I have getting poor grades. So instead of feeling bad about the grades, if I just studied harder, then I'll feel better about getting better after, you know, getting better grades. Right. So like, okay. at what point does it become, you know, just where you're just giving yourself room for excuses? Excuse? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, where the brutal honesty comes from, because at the end of the day, you know yourself best. So when you're sitting alone in your own thoughts in silence, like that's kind of where like your inner voice will come out. And I actually talk to myself a lot or like, no, like I actually talk to myself <laughs> a lot of times just in my head and sometimes out loud, just like talking through problems. Um, and I would be like, okay, stop being like a little busy, you know, just do it, just do what you got to do. Like stop giving, stop making excuses. And I think the balance there is, it's like a very fine balance, right? Like you can very easily teeter towards either side. Um, but it comes down to knowing yourself well enough to know what you need when you need it. Like sometimes if you're not, if you're in a really fragile state already, I'm not gonna be a Rowena, like get it together, wake up and like do all these things. If you're in a very fragile state already, then it's like, you know, Rowena, it's okay. If you wanna be a potato today, then just be a potato, take the day off. You've been working hard, it's fine. And then on the days where I catch myself like procrastinating for like five days in a row on a video that should have been done like two days ago, then it's like, all right, like, come on, get it together. You know? So I think it, yeah, it always comes back to self-awareness and it's, it is a very fine balance. Cause it's like some people stress eat or, you know, there's, um, uh, what's that where you just buy things to make yourself feel better. Uh, uh com- yes. Yeah. Oh, being a woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> Consumer therapy? Uh, shopping. Wait, shopping wait, don't say therapy. that to Thomas because he does that too these days. <laughs> what? Buy I stuff to make yourself retail, feel better? Retail therapy. Oh, thank, you. Therapy. thank you. Retail oh therapy. Oh my God. Oh, Being man. a woman. Oh. <laughs> I stand uh, by that. You're, be careful, Dan. You might get canceled. <laughs> Somebody actually just came home. They might be standing there with a bat. I don't know. <laughs> right. Also so behind I, her, you might find shopping bags everywhere. <laughs> but at what point is just like, oh, I, I, you know, I need to stop stress eating. This is actually terrible for my health. <laughs> or I need to stop, you know, buying things because I can't support this financial like fat habit financially. Right. Yeah. Wait, what <laughs> you just need to, question? you just need to know. You need to have like a healthy understanding of what is like the true baseline of your needs and your reality, which I, I think quite- is different for everyone too. Yeah. So what advice would you give like me where I feel like I, I know myself well, but sometimes I don't have the self-discipline to just do what I need to do. Mm. Like I just don't, sometimes I just don't want to do it. That mm-hmm. makes yeah. sense. I'm, like, I'm in the, I'm in the same boat. I feel like sometimes I even, <laughs> I even get like angry at like, well, why isn't the, why isn't it just this way? 
Like, why isn't it just <laughs> play, you know? Yeah. Like, why, why isn't something like this? And then I, I maybe that's the pride because I feel like I have that too. Maybe mm -hmm. that's like, I don't know. It's your about, lion, babe, you the pride? lioness in you. The lion. <laughs> I see somebody going like this. Well, not the lioness, the <laughs> lion. <laughs> the lion. The lion. Um, yeah, like, have you ever had that where you, you you know what you need to do, but something is stopping you from doing it? And you're oh, not- Oh, yeah. Like, Every single day for this oh. whole year. <laughs> Seriously, uh, like I'm like, you need to wake up earlier so you mm. can meditate and read and do mm. things that you know will set a solid foundation for the rest of the day. Because late at night when you come home, like you're not going to want to do those things or it's going to be like such a struggle trying to like get yourself to sit down and like meditate or read. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I still go, go through that on a daily basis. Do you basis. feel like you ever try to change it up like externally like fake yourself out because sometimes because i've gone through that a couple of times where mm -hmm. i'm like okay this isn't working it's like the same yeah. pattern and then i'm like i'm gonna try to do something wacky and maybe <laughs> like go go i mean so like i've i mean i admit it i've read like self-help books they're so <laughs> hokey but like some of them one time they like helped me this one it was called like it was called um how to wake up at 5 a.m. every day. I think that's oh. what it Just do it. <laughs> no, but it was just... like, no, it wasn't. It didn't say just do it. It literally okay, so had, what are the a, methods? It had a systematic method Ooh. to doing it. <laughs> and I remember at my work. Bro is listening and, and interested. I, and I remember um, it's a really famous book. And um, here, here's is the Is it called Miracle thing, right? Morning? Miracle Morning, yeah. So, <laughs> So here's the, here's the funny thing, right? I implemented and it worked for the whole month. So I was like one of the top producers that month. Oh. And they were even like, they were even like, what happened? I was like, <laughs> I, re I read this book. And then they like <laughs> added it to their newsletter. They were like, you should guys. Oh, wow. And then after a month, I just stopped doing it. Cause I was like, I want, it's like, I don't know. It's like, this is kind of not coming from myself. Like it mm. kind of worked, yeah. but it didn't, tr it didn't stay that stick. Way. Yeah, like mm. once, I, and it was the exact same thing. They were like, none of this stuff works. Only our method works, and here's why. So I tried it, and I was like, oh, yeah, this kind of works. And I was like, wait, it doesn't work. <laughs> At least for me, it, did, it didn't become yeah. a habit, even though it was like, yeah. oh, I guess it was almost 30 days. I think it was like 20 days. So I don't know if it's the real, you know, when you hear people, it's got to be 30 yeah. days. But it, I was on like 20-something, and I was like, dad, I'm mm. done with this. Because I had a whole routine, it was like step one through five yeah. every morning. It was like, make sure you do these five things every morning. I don't and think it necessarily like, oh. like stops working. I think for me also, like when I decide to be in a certain mindset, right? And like push myself uh, harder to like, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe work and, and stuff like that. And there's there are days when I just don't feel like I have the mental capacity to like do it. Mm -hmm. And um and in those days, you just like, if you really can't deal with it, then you can't deal with it. But then at some point, you're going to have to pick yourself back up again. And so like applying that to your, you know, trying to wake up at 5 a.m., I think it works for 20 days. If you fell off the wagon for like three, four, five days, just like try to get back up again, right? Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. yeah I mean, that's kind of like when people try to, you know, shed pounds for a diet or try to gain from uh, working out, right? It's like yeah. you kind of just regress to the mean if uh, like eventually, unless you um, like really change your habits. That's what always amazes me when people go to the gym for a month straight. I'm like, <laughs> how in the world can anyone? And I'm just like, wow, props, man, props. <laughs> 
Uh, it's almost like it's like almost like muscle memory <laughs> just like do it, it is though because right? i remember when i was at one point i was waking up at 4 4 30 every morning and oh yeah by you did then, video on that right yeah by then yeah. it just like it was like clockwork like i'm in bed by 10 11 and then mm-hmm. i i'm a notorious snoozer these days i can actually snooze for one to two hours it is insane. What do you mean, like, like, uh, like the snooze alarm, or just snooze take a nap? every alarm. Like once yeah, every, every ten, 10 minutes. minutes, or like oh, eight minutes too. now? Yeah. Are you serious, it's, dude? It's you insane. No, like, it doesn't impossible. bother me at all, <laughs> dude. Because you're not getting like to me. I'm like quality I'm waking sleep. Up, yeah, like if I'm waking yeah. up every ten minutes, I'm just getting up because it's. That like, makes me feel good, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. That's a, no. Your skin glowy. Huh? You know what you think is the best you part? Should... I used to wake up, I used to set my alarm earlier just so I could yeah. snooze. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh. Yeah. That, snoozing <laughs> is my worst nightmare because then I, <laughs> two hours later, I'm just, that's why I don't do it. I yeah. just, I'm just like, one, two, three, get you up. Just get up, really? You, you, after the second snooze, it's so obnoxious. It's like, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. I'm like, oh, I, I have little birds chirping on oh. purpose. They're oh, like, see? <laughs> no, no, what you got to do is set it to the most obnoxious. <laughs> No, but then thing the thing is, the thing ever. is, I'm so fast at turning off that. Me too. I just in the morning, click, click it, yeah. click it. I'll let it go click. for a second and then I click it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, and then it goes off again in 10 minutes. I'm like, you, you, ah, I beat you. you. Know what, I, you know I do that multiple times. When, uh, when you eat something fiery the night before. Oh. So there's been so many times <laughs> where I, I wake up and like, I want to sleep some more, but I'm also about to like, <laughs> and then so I just. Because no. once once you get up and you walk across the room to do something, you, then you're up. Oh yeah, the, no, the I think that's the like getting up. That's the same thing yeah. for me. Like back then, those days, four four thirty, the first alarm, I just get up, and yeah. once I'm up, I'm just up for the whole day. I think yeah. that's like the thing. That's kind of the trend. getting up. Getting I think started. it's also your mindset. I think that's the first thing. Because me right now, I'm on the West Coast working east coast time zone right so i have to be up at six and like sometimes i have meetings super early in the morning and um for the most part i think i've been able to wake up you know on time and not be so miserable throughout the day so i think it just comes (laughs) from like okay the fact that i just need to work there's no excuse and then Mm -hmm. i kind of work my schedule around it and try Mm -hmm. to sleep earlier um, but like in my mind, I just like have to wake up. There's, yeah. you know, there's no I think other that's option. The, the, the best thing to do is have some sort of an accountability thing where you mm-hmm. need to be somewhere or you need right. to show up at a certain time. Yeah. Then if I have something to do, then it's like, okay, I can only snooze till this time. And then yeah. by that time I'll get up. Right. So Even I think like there's the still, snoozing part is still there. <laughs> it's still there for like at least 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, the that's uh, especially the accountability part. So like, um, I'm a software engineer, so most of my meetings start really rather late. And <laughs> so whereas before I might wake up around nine o'clock when I had to commute into the city. Now I just wake up at 10. They let you do that. But don't you have meetings and stuff? Yeah, my meetings, my first meeting is at 10. Oh, man. And they're engineers. Let's, it's a different life. Let's train. So like, then we'll, we'll work, do you just wake up and then we're out of bed and then... No, 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 no. So so I, I realized that was a terrible habit. <laughs> I didn't want to encourage that. So I would actually... I'll wake up a bit earlier to like shower and eat breakfast before my first Yeah. Meeting. Oh, nice. That's yeah. nice. I used to have to wait for a little while. I did catering and uh, oh. I would have to I would have to get there at 5 a.m. Because oh. I would cater like a like a Microsoft event or something. Like, mm-hmm. a, like an event that starts at like 7. Okay. And I actually really enjoyed because there was the external factor to make me mm. wake up, right? I couldn't yeah. sleep. Mm-hmm. 
And I really enjoyed that. But then like when there's no external factor, I'm just going to push the envelope and be like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to wake up if I don't have to. But yeah. then, but then I feel bad about it and it becomes a psycho. You know, I feel like the, <laughs> me- the mental, to- I feel like also Ruina, like how much of it is some, some of it is like, you need to stop uh, hurting yourself. Like stop, mm. you know, like what kind of advice would you give in terms of like, like i don't know if it's guilt i don't know what it is but like self-loathing or guilt or self um you know like doing something to yourself like being self-detrimental like how much of that is your own doing do you think i think it's mostly our doing no because mm, it's know. like the 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 what you tell yourself or you're mm. allowing yourself to talk to yourself a certain way or you allow yourself to like do something so like when i was in college like the lowest times of my life like i had been jade a lot and mm. although i think like a huge part of it is like mental and psychological mm. and i felt so alone and it was this thing that i could do on my own when like no one else was around so it's kind of like my little i don't know thing like ritual that i did with myself <laughs> but it's still like you're allowing yourself to do it and you're allowing mm. yourself to think that it's okay um and for me like at that time like i knew it was going to be temporary so i'm just going to indulge for a little before i stop mm. um which you know thankfully like it, it did stop, but I think, yeah, going back to everything, it's, I think we have a lot more control and power over ourselves than we give, give ourselves, ourselves credit for. Yeah. Yeah. No words. <laughs> no, I'm, di- I'm thinking I'm, I'm 10 <laughs> seconds with myself right now. I'm thinking. Hey, Ro, what was one of the I'm best thinking. things that you've done for yourself? Like something that mm, probably some life-changing thing routine that you picked up routine waking up early was the best routine i picked up that i've been trying to get back to for like two years <laughs> can i just say that i've never able i've never been able to you know wake up early in a sustainable manner or even mm-hmm. if i do try I will end coming up- out west and then work east coast time <laughs> try, try having most- a baby <laughs> 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 that will that will do no it. doubt that will do it that's uh, true i think i think my settle will... down have a baby you will not sleep that's true <laughs> Mom's like even... all right problem solved <laughs> gonna go get a baby even even when i do wake up early though like uh i will end up needing a nap hmm. like i'm not mm. one of those people where if i'm awake i will just stay awake yeah. Yeah. like regardless of how much uh, let's say coffee i'll drink yeah. i'll mm. still i'll just crash like if i there will be a point where i just crash I think the mm, most important thing is sleeping earlier, mm. yeah. like sleeping early enough so that you can you get, get your good solid, sleep. so you yeah. get yeah. good sleep and then you can just sustain the whole day. Um, but yeah, I think the hardest thing for me now is like sleeping on time or like sleeping yeah. earlier because we're just home and there's so many, yeah, oh. there's so many things to do. Yeah. So many dramas to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Mia, we can do an episode about K-dramas. Let's do it, dude. Wait, and watch it. Dan and Moss can just be I'm like, watching like three different ones right now. I have to give up one of them. You're crazy. Mia, what you, Mia, we got time to do this. I, what, I thought you were waking up at like six seven like getting and up that she finishes why, early exactly and that's oh. why your days are so much longer oh <laughs> uh, wait so when do you go to bed then 11 11 oh. your time yeah yeah <laughs> 11 to 6 oh that's Yo, pretty good you, so you're that's doing like seven double, hours you're, you're doing much more than before yeah because oh, yeah. you're going to bed later and waking up earlier that's pretty <laughs> impressive that's pretty impressive so bro 
Let's put that in the books. Who cares Let's about Dan it. and Thomas? Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no. I, I've seen three K dramas. I can pitch. They it. can join. That's true. They can wait, reenact wait, some give scenes. Give me one name. <laughs> give me one name right now. I'm gonna go check it out. Startup. Startup Watch and that drama. And Vagabond. Vagabond is another one that you should check. It's, oh, that's it's already out. That one's yeah. already all out. So you can stupid. binge that. No, no, no. <laughs> Vagabond isn't like I don't even put it in the category of a K drama. It's just Ooh. a show. It's just a Netflix show. That's how well produced it is. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Vagabond. So, so is startup. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Wait, did I did I tell you guys I uh I binge watched Strangers, uh, in a week. Oh, and that oh, yeah. is that. Is that uh, a it's just, uh, that's a it's K drama like that I don't yeah, it's, watch. It's like a political thriller K drama kind of deal. Oh. So Dang. the problem is there's like eighteen episodes or something like that, and each episode is ninety minutes. Ooh. Oh yeah, they're like the, wait, how wow. many episodes? It's like eighteen. 18 oh. yeah wow and i finished it so i i i think i was going through something that week but i i watched like <laughs> i watched like four episodes a night hey for, sometimes you wow. just need to watch a bunch of stuff and mm-hmm. i finished it in a week and then the day after i was like wow my eyes hurt and <laughs> i have a headache i wonder why <laughs> and that sustained for at least three days and I, oh, I, wow. I couldn't watch anything for at least a week after that. Wow. I think it's, I think it's also your personality, must like you either go hard or go home. <laughs> so there's why no bother? in between. Don't worry, it fades with time, Moss. Ten years, in, in seven years, you, you just won't be going that hard at anything. <laughs> like, uh, just like, you know, if I was ten years younger, I'd be going real hard at this. When but, I was your age. Yeah. <laughs> when I was your age. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so just to like wrap things up, um, we still have two more two more months to go in 2020, right? And it's some crazy time. So, um, do you have some tips that you can share with those listening of how to, like, basically how to survive for the rest of the year? Stay positive. Stay <laughs> hopeful. Stay true to yourself. <laughs> And don't read the news. Yeah. No, really just like be kind to yourself. Be kind to people around you. I think one thing Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about a lot lately is what does it really mean to be kind, compassionate, and empathetic? Or like like practice empathy? Because I think these are words that we throw around a lot these days as well, right? But I realized that a lot of times they're conditional, right? It's like, I want to try my best to practice unconditional kindness, unconditional compassion, and unconditional empathy, empathy, (laughs) (laughs) empathy. So just depend, like regardless of who I'm talking to or what situation it is in, it's not like I practice, I'm not kind when I want to. It's like, I'm kind always. Um, So regardless of the external circumstances, regardless if it's people that you like or you don't like, it's like, regardless of any of that try your best to practice kindness compassion and empathy because i think that'll take us individually and collectively like very 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 far totally agreed totally agreed i love it right, guys, just some... need to do that for two months and then 2020 will be over and then you can, <laughs> and then you can go to back to your old you... grumpy self exactly <laughs> right you know so whoop Baby, oops! Ma- <laughs> That's when we need to wrap this up and say all right. goodbye. All right, guys. I think the the moral of the story is just two more months. Keep this up for two more months, and then you can regress to your, you know, grumpy old <laughs> self in 2021. Yay! Stay <laughs> mentally healthy. 
Thanks, Rowena. Mentally happy. Really Thanks, stuff. guys. Thanks for listening, Thanks for guys. On. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope some of the things that we discussed today are helpful. But we'll yeah, bring Rowena. you back, Row, to chat about K dramas. K dramas. Bring me back to talk about anything. This is Woo-hoo. so fun. Oh my god, Go- yo, this could be your therapy session. Oh. <laughs> Come back anytime. Let's do it. All right. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.